This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending October 8th of 2022, what the job market says about rate hikes, where renters need to catch up on their rent, and why dating has become somewhat of a financial burden for millennials. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Let's begin with economic news from this past week and some signs that the labor market is cooling off. On Tuesday, the Labor Department reported that the number of job openings fell substantially from 11.2 million in July to 10.1 million in August. That's 1 million less job openings. And the fourth-time job openings have declined in the last five months, and the second-largest monthly drop ever. Still, with 10 million job openings, there's about two jobs for every one person who wants one. The weekly unemployment report on Wednesday also shows that more people lined up for benefits. Initial claims jumped to a five-week high of 219,000, although they remain at historic lows. But the additional 29,000 applications are an indication of a slight rise in layoffs. The number of ongoing unemployment claims was also higher. They rose 15,000 last week to 1.3 million. Economists aren't reading too much into the unemployment report quite yet. They say the higher numbers could be due to the way the government does seasonal adjustments, although they do expect layoffs to rise gradually as the Fed raises rates. Economists are also in the wait-and-see mode regarding job openings. Economist Stephen Stanley of Amherst Pierpont Securities told MarketWatch that he wants to see another significant monthly decline in job openings before he's convinced that the job market is loosening. Remember, the Federal Reserve wants to see higher unemployment, or else they'll keep raising rates. Well, on Friday, the government reported that companies hired an additional 263,000 employees. That number actually brought the unemployment rate down, not up, to 3.5%. And while it's the slowest rate of job growth since April of 2021, it may not be enough to convince the Fed that hiring is slowing down. That means we're probably still on track to see a three-quarter percent rate hike in November. Now, why would the Federal Reserve want to raise rates to slow down the economy and kill jobs? Well, low unemployment contributes to inflation, since employers have to pay more to find an employee. With fewer people working, the labor shortage has also contributed to inflation, since fewer workers can negotiate for higher pay. But those pay increases also seem to be slowing down just a bit. Over the past year, they've declined from 5.2% to 5%. Economists expect the Fed to continue to raise rates until the number of job openings more closely matches the number of workers available. The Fed is predicting that unemployment will grow to 4.4% by the end of next year. An article in Construction Dive points out that the hot September jobs report is also terrible for construction. It says that unemployment for the industry as a whole dropped to 3.4% in September, which is below the national rate of 3.5%. And that means that workers have even more negotiating power for higher wages, especially among hard-to-find skilled professionals. But as builders are pulling back on their output, the Consumer Department reports that construction spending is down 0.7% in August. Spending for single-family construction accounted for the steepest drop, it was down 2.9%. Spending on multifamily construction was up 0.4%. Well, let's see where we are in mortgage rates. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was down slightly. It fell 4 basis points to 6.6%. 
The 15-year was down 6 points to 5.9%. Realtor.com reports that home buyers have lost about $107,000 in buying power because of these higher interest rates. And in other news-making headlines, a new survey shows where renters are struggling the most to pay their rent. According to a report by myelisting.com, 15% of renter households are behind on their rent right now. In some states, that number is closer to 25%. It shows that South Dakota, Alabama, and New Jersey have the highest number of tenants who are not caught up on their rent. In South Dakota, it's 26%, while Alabama and New Jersey are 25 and 24% respectively. As for the five cities with the highest number of renters who are not paid up, Miami tops the list at 25%. Houston, Philadelphia, New York, and Chicago round out the top five. The dating game is getting expensive for millennials, and for other age groups as well. According to a LendingTree survey, 22% of millennials and 19% of Gen Zers have gone into debt to pay for their dates. Almost one in five said they're going on fewer dates because it's too expensive, and 14% said they're spending less on dates. On average, men spend $104 on a first date, while women spend $81. As for who should pay in a heterosexual relationship, 54% of men said they should, while 36% of women feel that way. Women are more likely to say that costs should be split, and some say whoever asked the other person for a date should pay. I say, go for a hike, it's free. Well, that's it for today. Check the show notes for links at newsforinvestors.com. And while you're there, you can join Real Wealth for free, and you'll get access to a wide range of information on real estate investing for free. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks again for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.